Good morning and welcome to Green Tea Conversations, the radio show that delves into the pages of Natural Awakenings magazine to bring you the local experts who share progressive ideas and the latest information and insights needed so you can lead your best life. I'm your host, Candy Brothel, publisher of the Twin Cities edition of Natural Awakenings magazine, and I'm honored to bring these experts to you. Today in our studio, we have Barbara Broadshow, a sole purpose coach, holistic healer, and intuitive guide. Welcome to the show, Barbara. Thank you, Candy. I am so glad you're here today. So I just want to let our listeners know we are going to be talking about a few different things today. Um, and I'm going to be sharing with you my own experience, having worked with Barbara, on getting a soul reading. And uh, But that will be in a little bit later in the show. So to get us started, I do want to say you are a sole purpose coach, and you have quite a bit of experience and education in theology. Mm -hmm. So I noticed when I was, well, you know, you and I have talked before, Mm -hmm. (laughs) quite a bit, um, but you have a lot of your education, your master's degree is in uh, theology, Mm -hmm. as well as you also have a bachelor's degree in theology. In business. In business. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I might have misunderstood that. So... um, Tell us a little bit about your own journey. Yeah. Well, I think that the most prominent thing that stands out to me of when my spiritual journey started was when I was 16 years old, and I remember contemplating what the purpose and meaning of life is at that age. I just thought, there has to be something more than what we see here. It just seems like the way... I'm viewing the world and the view that I have from my religion and my culture and all that is has to be more than what we see here. So I wrote a, a paper, research paper, when I was a junior in high school on uh, death and dying and what happens to ourselves after we die and where do we go and what do we do. And I remember Elizabeth Kubler-Ross's book on death and dying, I think was named it, that I did my major was a major source that I used. So um, I was interested in the spiritual realm and the soul's journey back then and have been a seeker ever since then. Um, That's really things. young to be it is. <laughs> really kind of contemplating those kind of life issues. Yeah. So was there anything that happened in your life that kind of... Um, I think it's just the way I was born. I think it's part of my soul's essence, um, part of my soul's journey of what I'm here to do in this lifetime, and I think that's the main reason that it started so young. And I think I was just really in touch with my spiritual side of myself and was very – it's always – spirituality has always been a huge, huge important part of my life. And so after high school, what Mm -hmm. did you end up doing? Well, so I ended up getting a bachelor's degree in business and um, ended up in – being a project manager and a business analyst in the what's now the information technology field, but at the time, that didn't exist. So um, I implemented solutions to help people make their jobs easier and more efficient in a, on a manual paperwork workflow basis. But then eventually, as computers came more and more prominent in the business world, then I started implementing computer software programs to help people make their work more efficient and more streamlined. And information's always been a very important part of my work that I do. 
Um, so providing people with meaningful information to make business decisions was what my focus was for 30-some years. Wow. Yeah. And so then <clears throat> then what happened? Because then you started transitioning into what you're doing now. Yeah. So I've had my own background of um, life challenges and trying to understand things that have occurred in my life from a higher perspective, the pain and suffering that I've been through emotionally, spiritually, physically, mentally, and how to make sense of all that based on my concept of who God is and what my um, religion has taught me. So I've grappled with things that felt like they were conflicting viewpoints, conflicting messages, and grappled with that for many, many years. And then I ended up going to a spiritual retreat back in 2003 and had a really powerful experience What that I feel was the presence of the Holy Spirit flowing through me and opening up places in me that had been closed for years. I think I shut myself down emotionally, mentally, spiritually, physically. Uh, and so the energy wasn't flowing through me very uh, smoothly, and that affected how I felt in many different ways. And so, do you feel like the um, having been shut off like that? What you said, you know, being shut off physically and spiritually and emotionally, that that happens from kind of the pain that we. Go mm-hmm. through in life. We all have pain and we mm-hmm. all have trials and tribulations that we experience. And so doing that, we kind of protect ourselves exactly. by shutting those things down. Yes. And so the spiritual retreat really helped you to open that up Yes. and kind of look at it again. That had to have been a little bit of a painful experience in some ways as well. The the spiritual experience? No. The awakening itself. The awakening? And- well, um, I'd say it it released a lot of pain. It mm-hmm. released emotional pain that I didn't even know I had on such a deep level. And at the end of the experience that I was happening, I had a, it was a physical experience as well as a spiritual experience because I felt physically places opened up in me that I didn't know what that was at the time because I didn't know anything about our human energy system. Um, but after the experience... I felt like a new person. I felt like I felt more peace and joy than I ever felt in my life. And people mm-hmm. physically saw it on my face. They said, you should see the look of peace on your face. You're just glowing. So I, it was a transformational point in my life where I uh, thought I need to figure out what just happened and how I can facilitate this kind of a healing process with other people. Wow. That is very powerful. Yeah. And so then what w- what did you do in order to start kind of seeking out that education, that experience in order to help other people? Yeah. Then I knew uh, I wanted to be a part of people's spiritual lives. I wanted to meet with them individually and share their spiritual journey with them and help them in whatever, uh, whatever way I could. And I happened to find a brochure on a spiritual direction program at St. Catharines University. And so that's what uh, drew me in. I thought, okay, this is a way I can learn how to journey with people. And so I went to St. Kate's and at the same time, that's when I got my master's in theology and I studied and it was a great um, a great learning experience. I learned very, very much that was so helpful. But what it didn't teach me was how the spirit works to heal people. 
we didn't get into that kind of a topic. So it wasn't until I got introduced to understanding our human energy system that I started to learn about our chakras and our auras and how we take energy in and it gets metabolized in different areas of our body and then sent back out in the universe. And that is when I started to understand what happened for me. So it was almost like a kundalini awakening where all those chakras were opening up and I was finally getting energy in and metabolizing it and being able to more efficiently utilize the energy that goes through my body. Then you, once you had kind of gained this experience and gained this knowledge, the education, Mm -hmm. you started to coach people Mm -hmm. on um, their spiritual journeys. Yes. So tell us a little bit about that. Tell us about that process, what that might look like for somebody working with you. Yeah, so I provide spiritual direction, and that's meeting with people one-on-one to just share their spiritual journey with them, to help them under to help them recognize how spirit is working in their life help people get unblocked from possibly being able to see that and and experience a more powerful connection with whoever they deem to be their higher power and um so it's journeying with them on a monthly basis for maybe an hour hour and a half every month to be able to connect with someone and share their story with someone and so spirit is always talking to us, is always communicating with us. Mm-hmm. And um, some people are really in tune with that and really able to see that, um, to recognize synchronicities, to see different things that are happening. But sometimes we're not. And, and it happens to all of us. I mean, it can happen at different times in our lives, depending on what's happening in our lives. Mm-hmm. So you just help people to really be able to recognize that, and mm-hmm. pay attention to it more, and then understand what those synchronicities might mean. Yes, exactly. What the experiences that they're having might mean. Yes. So when you're working with someone, do you work with them in person? Do you work with them over the phone? What Both. Is, okay. Um, I do meet with people uh, personally, but I can also meet with people over a Zoom conference call, and that way we can see each other if we choose to or just talk over the phone. Yeah, and sometimes it's easier for people to talk over the phone and just not right. have a little bit of um, more of an anonymous right, <laughs> situation right. with you. Mm-hmm. Um, I find that as a coach as well, that sometimes people just open up, tend to open up more when they when they are on the phone than even being over like a Zoom meeting. Yeah. And so sometimes that can be really helpful. Well, one of the things that you use in your coaching is something called the Akashic Records. Mm -hmm. And this is uh, something I'm really excited to be able to explore with you, and we're going to get into a lot more in our next segment. Okay. Um, So before we go to break, I just want to quickly ask you, what would be a definition, I guess you could say, of the Akashic Records. The Akashic Records are an energetic recording of everything that's ever transpired within the universe. And each soul has its own Akashic Record, so we can find out what they're, all kinds of information about that soul that can help them on their spiritual journey. And so we are going to get into this in our next segment. To learn more about the services Barbara provides and to schedule a free discovery session, visit barbarabroadshow.com, and that's B-R-O-D-S-H-O.com. 
To read the online version of Natural Awakenings magazine, visit naturaltwincities.com. You're listening to Green Tea Conversations on AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota, and we will be right back. Welcome back to Green Tea Conversations, where we delve into the pages of Natural Awakenings magazine and talk to the professionals who share their expertise on natural health with you. I'm your host, Candy Broffle, and today we're talking with Barbara Broadshow, a sole purpose coach, holistic healer, and intuitive guide. Barbara, before we went to break, you gave us a very brief description or a brief definition of what the Akashic Records are. So if once again, you can kind of start us off again by relaying what that is, and especially if people are just coming on sure. the show. See, the Kashik Records are an energetic recording of everything that's ever transpired in the universe, and each of our souls have their own Akashic Record. So everything that's transpired with our soul from the moment it's been created, throughout all of its journeys, wherever it's been, and uh, future possibilities and probabilities, are all energetically recorded in that soul's record. And so we can, with people's permission, tap into their Akashic record and obtain information that's going to be helpful for them. And so when you do that, what does that, what does that look like for someone? So when someone comes to you and they want to have, um, you do what's called a soul pro- profile reading, mm-hmm. and that's opening up the Akashic records. Mm-hmm. Um, what do they have to do? They just have to provide me with four pieces of information to give me permission to access their record. And those four pieces of information are their full name now, their current or their birth name, their birth date, and the city and state that they were born in. So that's like going to the website, putting in a very specific thing you want to search for, and getting back specific results. It's very similar to how we, how the internet and the um, information out there in the universe. It's very similar to how that technology is, only it's tapping into the energy of the soul. That is so interesting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so this is something that everyone, well, anyone who knows me at all knows. I love any kind of assessment, any kind of information that's going to help me learn more about myself, more, more learn more about how I interact with other people, learn more about what my purpose is. Mm-hmm. And so I will take any assessment. I will. <laughs> I'm kind of an assessment geek that way. <laughs> and when I learned about the Akashic Records, I was like, boy, that's something I want to learn more about. And so I asked you to do a reading for me. And this was actually quite a few months ago, like mm-hmm. in October. And so you had... Uh, done the reading for me, and then we had a conversation about it. And unfortunately, when we had the conversation, I was really busy with a lot of things with moving and other things, so I didn't delve into it as much as I had wanted to. Um, But I went back and looked at the records again last night, uh, preparing for the show, and it was amazing Hmm. just how incredibly accurate it is. And um, even, even down to my weaknesses as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was very, very accurate. So I want to get into and let people understand kind of what they discover about themselves mm-hmm. by having a soul reading. Okay. Okay. So a uh, soul profile reading is what you receive. And so this is after you do your work, you set a time for people to come back and then you kind of go over 
what you found out with them. Mm-hmm. And some of the things that you discover are your soul's innate gifts, traits, and characteristics. And so when we talk about that, kind of explain to us what that means. Sure. And the soul profile reading is just one reading out of many different readings that um, I can do for a person. But the soul profile reading is where I like to start with people because it helps give them information about how their soul was designed. What are the strengths and challenges of the gifts that they have and how they can apply those to a vocation. And if there's any energetic blocks or restrictions that are preventing them from fully accessing their gifts. So some people... When they get their soul profile reading, they resonate very deeply with everything. And then some people, very few people, but there are some people who get it and they it doesn't resonate with them at all. And that might be because they have a lot of blockages to be able to access those gifts or even recognize them in themselves. So then it's really important to do another type of reading where we identify what are those blocks and restrictions that are preventing them from being able to access those gifts, and then we clear them. So one of the things that I found was so interesting about it is what when we went over the results, um, it's taken me a long time, <laughs> I'm kind of embarrassed to say, to really understand what my true values are. Um, I've done a lot of work around that to discover, like, what what do I really need in my life mm-hmm. in order to be happy, in order to really feel like I'm in alignment with what I'm supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. And one of the things, I have three values, core values that I've identified for myself, and those are freedom, fun, and security. And it's always been so funny to me that those three came in because you think freedom and fun is lighthearted and easy, you know, is more about just kind of throwing caution to the wind. But then I need security too. I'm really big on needing to know, to know, Mm -hmm. (laughs) to Mm -hmm. know things. So uh, financial security, just security within my home. I like things to be content. I like things to be kind of steady. Um, And so the two primary gifts that were identified for me, there were two, Mm -hmm. and they were both at the same percentage. Before we start with that, how many gifts are there? Well, in the... In the frame of reference that I've been trained in, it's called the Soul Realignment Program by Andrea Hess. So she has, as part of her soul profile reading, um, eight different gifts that we have different percentages of. And so what I'd share with people is what are the top two gifts that they have the most, that are most prominent for them. And the idea is that the more we can align our thoughts and actions with what our most prominent gifts are, the more we're going to be tapping into the abundance of our soul's energy and create more abundance in our life because of that. And so it was really funny because we have all eight within mm-hmm. us, and they just come in at different percentages. Mm-hmm. And so the top two that I had were both at 32%. So 64% of my gifts were in these two areas. The next highest was 11%, and then everything underneath that was in the single digits. So... Um, just to give people kind of an idea of what it means, mm-hmm. uh, my two were power and communication. So when you talk about power, what does that mean? That means that people with this gift can manifest things very quickly in their life, but they need to be very intentional about what they want. 
And so the more clear they can get with what they want to create in their life in all life areas, in their vocation, in their relationships, in their financial situation, the more clear they can get on their intentions and they put that out there into the universe, they are very, very um, effective at manifesting that. Mm-hmm. And I would say that's true. <laughs> <laughs> and communication uh, was your other gift. Those That gift is best expressed when someone is able to share their authentic perspectives and viewpoints and opinions with others. And so they do that verbally and in writing, and it's best if they can uh, do that with an audience that really wants to hear what they have to say. And so they'll have a lot of content that they can share with people. They will love to be able to teach and coach and um, present information. So, But it's really important that they be able to find their own unique voice and be able to share that, their unique perspectives. So when we come back, we're going to continue this conversation. You're listening to Green Tea Conversations on AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota, and we will be right back. Green Tea Conversations, where we delve into the pages of Natural Awakenings magazine and talk to the professionals who share their expertise on natural health with you. I'm your host, Candy Brothel, and today we are talking with Barbara Broadshow, a sole purpose coach, holistic healer, and intuitive guide. And so just before the break, Barbara, we were talking about the Akashic Records and some of the things that people will discover by uh, getting a soul reading from you, which is kind of the first step in the Akashic Records, and we'll talk more about that as we go along as well. But we were talking about the the different energetic profiles and the strengths that they that are identified for you when you have the reading, mm-hmm. and so um, we just kind of briefly ex- explored the ones that were identified for me when I had a reading with you, and those were power and communication. But there's also six other ones as well. Mm-hmm. And so there's wisdom. So what would people find out if they had wisdom? What that is they it? have um, an innate common sense that most other people don't have. <laughs> <laughs> It must have been my mother. She would always say, why don't you use common sense? <laughs> they often think other people are just stupid because other people don't have that gift. But things are just very uh, commonsensical to them. <laughs> if they just have a way of understanding things yes. in a way that other people don't. Yes, easily and effortlessly. And then there's truth. Mm-hmm. And so what do they find out? People who have the gift of divine truth are... Um, they have the gift of knowing when people are lying. They can't tell a lie themselves. They are. They know what the truth of other people are innately. Um, and they are like the whistleblowers who want to shed light on things that need to be brought out into the light for others to see. Wow. So that's it, – it's like they're compelled to do it. Like they couldn't – be stopped to do it well they can be stopped because often they'll want to speak their truth even as a child and sometimes it's not culturally acceptable to do that so they can be shut down by parents or by other people and then they that's one way that they shut down their gifts is if they've been not able to safely share that with other people so that has happened quite a bit 
And so you can help people work work through that, too, so yes. that they are able to work in those gifts. Yes. And we'll talk about that. Okay. Uh, love and healing. Those are people who have an innate, an innate ability to have uh, relationships with others and utilize their gifts of healing just by being a healing presence to them. Often they do find themselves in the healing profession, but they wouldn't have to. Just by being present with other people, they have an essence about them that w- provides love and healing to other people just by being in their presence. And then order. People who have this gift uh, like to have things in order, but they also seek to always have balance and be in beauty and nature and um, law and order. And everything's about seeking balance and helping other people be in balance themselves. Okay. And then what about manifestation? Those are people who have the ability to create things from nothing into a physical reality. So they're really good at creating buildings or creative projects or they need to be creating something physical. Mm-hmm. And what about compassion? Those are people Which by the way is my lowest. That's kind of sad. <laughs> <It's> okay. <laughs> Those are people who love to be in a community and lead a community. Family is really important to them, and they just have the ability to connect with people on a very compassionate level. But they really need to be connected with others in a community. I think it's interesting, too, because in the reading that I have, you also discover other aspects. Right, in Um, addition to these eight gifts. Yes, Mm -hmm. so there's other things that you'll discover as well, and some of them are... Um, one of the things that I, I looked at and kind of laughed at for myself was, uh, I can't remember exactly how it was said, but basically that I can be pretty aloof. Okay. I can be pretty um, non-empathetic, I guess, mm-hmm. just because I I don't see things as being really dramatic. Mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I guess I, I that might be the wrong way of saying it, but I... I see things how they are, how, and not so much. I don't read a lot into it, and it's really true. I mean, it's it's kind of sad. Empathy, I've taken, you know, strength finders assessment. Empathy is always my lowest, <laughs> <laughs> and now compassion is my lowest on this. It might be something I need to work on. <laughs> no, I think the more you align yourself with the abundance of your gifts, the better off you'll be. Don't try to be anybody that you're not. <laughs> So when we talk about the gifts, and you and you did allude to this before when you said, you know, people who are, like in truth, if they've been kind of shut down from speaking the truth in their way, um, especially as children, I, I imagine that mm-hmm. this happens a lot. Yes. Then we build up some blockages. Yes. And so you help people to kind of overcome those blockages as well through some of the other work that you do. Talk to us about that a little bit. Yeah. So this is a really powerful way that the Akashic Records can help us on a very deep level of healing and can help shift patterns that have been with us for many, many lifetimes. So when I do a reading, I always have a very ask for a very specific intention of what the client wants the reading to identify. Because we have lived many lives and we can... Our patterns, energetic patterns, can start from a long time ago and be repeated over and over and over again through many lifetimes and come with us into this lifetime. So 
when we have a really specific intention, then I can dial in on what are the blocks and restrictions that are either the root cause or, con- or contributing to the situation that they're experiencing. And so we can find out how many lifetimes ago that's, those blocks started, what were the events and circumstances at that time, what are the energetic qualities that we might be experiencing because of that, whether that's limitation or self-doubt or anger, and then where that resides in our body and how that affects our, our functioning. And then the next step is to clear those blocks and restrictions energetically on a soul level, and then I help people clear them with a, a meditation that they can use to help ground that down into their physical, mental, and emotional bodies. So that they can always call on that to help, to help keep that cleared. Yeah. The meditation is 21 days long. Some people clear those patterns in that 21 days, and some people it can take a few months to clear. It all mm-hmm. depends on how focused they are on that and um, how they, how much of a priority they make for it. But the thing that can help shift energetic patterns more than anything is to take different actions than a person has done before. And the clearing can help open up the doors to help them be able to make different choices easier. So on your website, you have, um, you have this really nice testimonial mm-hmm. from a client, and I believe her name was Jan. On your website, a uh, 75-year-old woman. Oh, yeah. Why don't you share that story a little bit with, with our listeners? Yeah, she um, is, I think, in her 70s, and she um, is a widow, and she was just kind of lost after her husband died, and she was trying to make sense of her life challenges and her life situation and find some meaning and purpose for herself. And so I met with her over a series of, I believe, six sessions and shared with her what her gifts were and some other information for her from her Akashic record. And it helped verify for her what she could do to bring more meaning and purpose in her life. And now she's connected in a community at the church that she goes to. And she's uh, shortly at the same time that we were working together and she got really clear on what she wanted to do. She was asked by the church that she goes to, to be able to share her gifts of working with other people who are widows. So she was able to manifest pretty quickly what she wanted to do. And I think that's really a key is the clearer we are on what we want to do, the easier it is for the universe to be able to deliver that for us. I just, I was so inspired by her story as I was reading it on your website too. She just seems so excited and happy and just, just to be able to kind of get confirmation, I imagine, Mm -hmm. for things Mm -hmm. that she knew deep down, but she didn't really understand. That happens very, very often with people. Once they know what their gifts are, it validates it for them. It gives them clarity and confirmation and confidence to step into them because people don't necessarily, uh, they question what their gifts are. And so it's really helpful to have a validation that that's how they're designed. And people are seeking this at all ages. I mm-hmm. mean, whether you're in your you know teens or early 20s, into your 80s, it doesn't matter what stage of life you're in. People are seeking to try to discover, what am I? supposed to be here to do Mm -hmm. and what is what is the plan for me or what would i 
what would I be most beneficial in, in sharing exactly in this lifetime? And to be able to have that opportunity to work with someone to really help to identify that, I think is really exciting. And there's, I mean, there's several ways that you can do it, but the Akashic Records I found to be really, really an exciting tool mm-hmm. to help to ident- help to understand ourselves. Yeah, and what I better. like about it is it's such, it gives such practical information that you can really apply to your life. Mm -hmm. And that's why I like to use that in my spiritual direction sessions because it's practical and applicable to our lives. Yeah, I found it really, you know, it was confirming again, Mm -hmm. um, three of the things that came up is that I I really do strive to have freedom. Mm -hmm. I love to be around people, but yet I I want that security. And sometimes that, um, that can also, you know, I can manifest things very quickly. I, I, great at being an entrepreneur um, and being able to work on my own to make things happen. But yet I also want that security Mm -hmm. and I want to have that knowing. And it's like, gosh, you know, it just keeps coming up. (laughs) 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 Can I have to really pay attention to all this? (laughs) Yeah. Just bringing all this to people's conscious awareness can be such a helpful step, even if they do nothing else with it. Just having this information consciously available to them. Is very beneficial. Well, and in coaching, we always say, you know, there's first three steps in making any kind of changes, being aware, mm-hmm. is accepting it, mm-hmm. is accepting our awareness, and then making a conscious choice on what we want to do from there. And this, exactly. I think, really helps us to do that. So when we come back, we're going to continue our conversation with Barbara, and we are going to start talking about the other aspects of the Akashic Records and the services that she provides so that we get a better understanding of what all we can do with this. So to learn more and to schedule a free discovery session, visit barbarabroadshow.com. And that's barbara, B-R-O-D-S-H-O.com. Or call 612-444-9751. And again, that number is 612 612- Four 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 nine seven five one. To read the online version of Natural Awakenings magazine, visit naturaltwincities.com. You can find a podcast of this show on am950radio.com, on Apple and Google Podcasts, Spotify, and anywhere you get your podcasts. You're listening to Green Tea Conversations on AM950. I'm Candy Broffel. I'm here in the studios today with Barbara Broadshow, and we will be back in just a moment. back to Green Tea Conversations, where we delve into the pages of Natural Awakenings Magazine and talk to the professionals who share their expertise on natural health with you. I'm your host, Candy Broffel, and today we're talking with Barbara Broadshow, a sole purpose coach, holistic healer, and intuitive guide. So Barbara, we have been talking about the Akashic Records and about a soul profile reading that people can uh, can come to you to get, and it's kind of, kind of the entry into working with you, correct? It's a great place to start. Although I do have people who will um, come with challenges that they have that they want to find out what the cause is and get that cleared. So often I will start there as well. Okay, 
But you also offer – so going through the soul reading mm-hmm. uh, like I did was really interesting. It gave me a lot of insight. It, it helped me to kind of identify the strengths and the challenges. Um, but then there's other things that you can do past that. So mm-hmm. what are some of the other ways that you help people? Yeah, so um, it's really important to to do healing on a soul level to clear whatever's in our way, and that can be um, identifying things that might be contributing to health issues, financial situations, vocations, relationships. So people should know that we can zero in on whatever area of their life that they want help to uh, heal. Um, so there's that. And then we also can help people understand how to make sense of or, or make meaning of the life challenges that they've had. And often the reason that we come here to earth is to be able to develop qualities that our soul has chosen to develop or experiment with. And so we can find out what are those qualities that your soul has chosen. And it, often it's qualities that our soul has chosen for many lifetimes to be working on. So we will attract people to us in situations to us to help us experience those qualities both in a positive way and in a contrasting way to how we would like to because we learn best through contrast. So other Mm -hmm. people might have a soul level agreement with us to help us experiment with these life lessons or these qualities by modeling for us a way that we do not resonate with. So they're modeling an opposite or contrasting way of uh, experiencing that quality. So that's all provided as a way to gain clarity on how to understand our life experiences. So someone going through a job transition who has trouble, has had a, a period of years, say eight years where they've been laid off four different times. Um, we can find out, well, what are the qualities your soul was trying to work with in that process? And it might be perseverance or it might be being able to receive help from other people. Um, So it's often our life challenges that will help us develop those qualities the best. Mm -hmm. And that's so true. I mean, I I hear it all the time from other people as well, but it's, it's always we learn the most in the challenges that we face. Right. And it's always, it it stinks to have to go through it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And it's never fun as we're going through it. But it's always those things that we look back on later and say, boy, that was where I had a big change. That was where I had that aha moment. Yep. So uh, you also talk about uh, a blueprint. Mm -hmm. So what is the blueprint? There's a couple different blueprints. One is the... They're all under the divine soul blueprint of how we're designed, and that soul profile reading is one of those that falls underneath that. But we also have a manifesting blueprint, and that's how our souls are designed to manifest the outcomes that we want for our lives. So we can use that to help us set intentions and take action steps that will help us guide us into being able to achieve the outcomes that we want, whether that's in a relationship or that's in our family situations or finances or vocation, whatever life area that we want. And so you help people uh, go through that process as well. What does it look like? I mean, about, you know, is there a certain amount of time or is everything everything different based on each individual? Well, I often do a customized program for people or have 
programs that I have developed, depending on what their focus is. Um, I have a program called Live Your Purpose and Thrive. So that's right now that's eight sessions. So I lead them through a process to, at, and at the end of it, they get have a really pretty good understanding of how they can create a meaningful purpose for their life using their gifts and the life challenges that they have and the experience and their passions and their values and how to all put that together in a comprehensive viewpoint and be able to live through that then. So I can either meet with people individually or through programs. And programs, are you doing that as a group? Um, they're all individualized. They're all yeah, individual, individual, meeting individual with people. Okay, very interesting. Now, you also have, you also offer classes around the um, South Metro. Yes, through community ed programs. So I have one coming up, I think it's March 11th at the Burnsville Community Ed Program. Um, so I've done them over the past few months, and um, people, it has generated interest for people. So it's a way to come and get an idea of, of meeting me and hear kind of an overview of the work that I do. And what is that called? What is the class called? The one that's coming up is called Create a Meaningful Vocation. So it's how we can use our Akashic Record to help us create a meaningful, meaningful vocation for ourselves. And you also have one called Soul Stories. Yeah. So that's more of kind of laying the groundwork of our souls and what our souls' journeys are and how the Akashic Records can help us understand our spiritual journey from our soul's perspective. So if people just kind of want to get a come in and get introduced to it, they can take a class through Community Ed. Do you happen to know about how much those classes They're cost? usually 20 to $25. So that's really a great way to get introduced to it and mm -hmm. see if it's something that really resonates with people. Resonates with other people as much as it had resonated with me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so any other um, items that you want to share with us today about the Akashic Records? What do you, what do you tell people is kind of the biggest takeaway they can get? I just think it is... It provides valuable insight to help guide people and give direction to them on where to go and what to do when they feel stuck. It gives them validation for who they are, who their authentic selves are, and it helps give them guidance on how to go forward, how they can achieve the outcomes that they're uniquely designed to do. Well, it's been very nice having you with us today. I cannot... Uh, let people know enough how much I would recommend that people seek this out and get some information from you because it is very, very helpful. It's a great eye-opening experience and, and confirming as well. So, thank you. But thank you for being with us today. Barbara, we're happy that you were in our studios. So to learn more and to schedule a free discovery session, visit barbarabroadshow.com. That's barbara, B-R-O-D-S-H-O.com. Or call 612-444-9751. And thank you for joining our conversation as we awaken to natural health. To learn more and to read the online edition of Natural Awakenings magazine or to check out our complete online calendar of events, visit naturaltwincities.com. You can find a podcast of this show on am950radio.com, Apple and Google Podcasts, Spotify, and anywhere you get your podcasts. You're listening to Green Tea Conversations on AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota, and I'm wishing for you a lovely day.